Welcome back to your favorite podcast, De-Influenced. We have a really special setup today. We're recording from bed. Yes. Three camera setup, three cameras looking directly at us. We had to We had to clarify multiple times to both the hotel staff and to people on stories that this was not a funny business shoot this is a <laughs> podcast shoot we did not actually have to clarify that no one was asking us um no you cannot tell me that the house housekeeping cl- crew walks in here <laughs> and they're not like what is going we on we have here? three cameras all angles it looks like a let's get p-o-r-n shoot <laughs> but we're corn married. oh um yeah so we're in uh, Hollywood right now. We're here Los for Angeles. Los Angeles. We're here for Taylor Swift for this will be my fourth time. It's my first time. Divi has a box, um, which I'm like kind of a little upset because I feel like we got a little false advertising from Miss Swift over here. You know, this was supposed to be like the last leg of her tour. Yeah. And then this morning I wake up and it's like, just kidding. I've added on like another 15 shows. So she's no, going she to. Didn't. Yeah. Did she really this morning? Uh huh. So wow. she's, it's actually not the last leg. Why does she keep doing that? Just because the demand's there? The demand's definitely there. I think if I had to guess, because she's like a three on the Enneagram, like me, you know. How do you know? <laughs> um, Because one time I read this book and it said that she was a three. Okay. She's come on, she's be. totally a three. She's yeah, in she's fever like through and through. She's got to be. Yeah. And um, this, uh, I think if I had to guess, she's trying to like hit a monetary goal. I mean, the demand's there. So like might as well, but like. I'm also like, girlfriend, like you don't have to do this. Like you know, like you're already on top. Like you're already number one. You've like we, you're the best. You yeah, know, hands down. We, and yeah, she's like still adding on shows. And I mean, I respect it, but like, wow. Isn't she like propping up the economy? Of yeah, she's saving cities one by one. She's saving lives. She's saving cities. Like yeah, it's it's pretty cool. I um, wonder if the governments or like the mayors of these cities like incentivize her to come and do another show. She was show. named mayor for one day in one of the cities. Well, it's like a temporary mayor. No, that's fluffy. But I'm saying, I wonder if like they are actually like, hey, we will pay you X amount of dollars to come and perform again because we know it's going to bit of our city so much. I, I doubt they're paying her to do that. Maybe they're begging her, but like she's already getting paid to go to all these cities. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's she's single-handedly like propping up our entire economy. I wonder how but she's also causing earthquakes. <laughs> she did cause two earthquakes. I wonder how it's comparing That's to so Beyonce's funny because tour. like they like want to take her down so bad and they're like trying to figure out any way to do it. And she's like so good at everything. She gifted her. Uh, she gave all of her crew bonuses, like fifty five million dollars in extra bonuses. Yeah. She wrote handwritten notes to the truck drivers and all these like journalists are like, we've got to take her down. How can we get her? And they're like, she causes earthquakes. No, I think they were saying that because it was like cool, but she she wrote handwritten notes to all of her truck drivers and gave them hundred thousand dollar bonuses. That girl. Didn't you hear a story about her writing handwritten notes? I heard that she has. I heard from like a pretty reliable source. This is good. This is juice. That she um, like when she goes to parties or any social events, she has like an assistant or someone kind of follow her around and takes notes about her conversations. 
mm-hmm. and then we'll follow up with like handwritten notes, like and be like, how you know how is your uncle you know Scott doing? Did his hip replacement go well? And it's because someone is like following her around, taking these notes, yeah. and so like everything is so personal and which like some people might think, oh, that's like kind of contrived and like not genuine. But like to me, I'm like the fact that she hired someone to go around and, and write down things so that she can care is pretty cool. I mean, yeah, I'm I'm 50 50 on that one. I I think it's a nice gesture. I think it's pretty mechanical. And at that point, does the mechanics of it take the heart of it out? No, because like you could say the same thing about tithing like at church. It's like sometimes you're going to tithe and, but sometimes like you don't feel like, like this like overwhelming generous heart. You're just like, I know this is the right thing to do. So I'm going to do it. I think that's like the biggest thing is like doing the right thing, even though sometimes you don't feel like it. And I feel like that's just one of those things that like she, she wants to be genuine. She wants to care. She probably wants to remember, but like, dude, she's probably meeting so many people. Like there's no way she can remember exactly what, you know, her backup dancer's cousin's uncle is going through. Like, it's like, she's got to write these things down because she, but she is trying to probably maintain that like authenticity within her relationships. But like, it's hard whenever you're meeting so many people. So I don't know. I respect it. I think it's cool. Meanwhile, Lizzo. Yeah. Well, you know, Lizzo (laughs) came out with a statement this morning too. She She defended herself. So, okay. So we don't really know the facts. Maybe it was just some disgruntled employees. That's what she said. She said it was disgruntled employees, but you know, yeah, those stories play though. Let me tell you, (laughs) they play well. There's they, it is what people want. Yeah. They, they, that happens. I think often, like maybe you're, you're fired for a different reason. And then you like, you're just an upset employee. You try to find like any, you grab, you're grabbing at straws, you know? Yeah, no, I get it. I don't know. But like, who knows what's going on with Lizzo? I don't. Anyway, we'll we'll keep you posted on this breaking story with Lizzo. No, I mean. I honestly could care less. It's just like all over my little Twitter feed. Same. I think it's because like sometimes you log into my Instagram and it's ever, this microphone is like slowly dropping. Yeah. So I'm slowly kind of dropping, but. I it up a little bit. I did. It's just not. Um. So, uh, some cool people coming to the Divi box. Um, you know, we were lucky to be invited. Um, (laughs) (laughs) honestly, if you really want to know, we almost got kicked out of our own box. Like I'm not even kidding you because we, so we have this like new PR agency and which is awesome because they've connected us to like some really cool people. So we have, um, Nina Dobrev, Emma Watson, no, no, no. I mean, em- sorry, Emma em- Roberts. Emma Roberts. Um, we have uh, who else? Why am I forgetting? Oh, I just well, eighteen others. <laughs> no. Uh, oh, Ashley Simpson, yeah. um, Evan Ross, her husband Evan Ross. Sean, um, and all of them have like plus ones. Yeah, and so there's like there's a bunch of celebrities going tonight, and um, and then we're also partnering with the um, owners of Nine Zero One, which is like the salon in Hollywood. It's kind of like where all the yeah. celebrities go. Like you look at their page, it's like Selena Gomez, Hillary Duff, Sabrina Carpenter, like everyone goes there. Uh, Julian Huff is like a big client of theirs. And um, so I'm so excited to partner with them because like they really know what they're doing. Yeah. And so before the, the show tonight, we have a box. And before the show tonight, we're going to um, do like a pre-party and like everyone goes and gets their hair and makeup done. 
at the owner of 901's house. So I'm going there a little bit early, getting my hair and makeup yeah. done. And, um, and then we're going to Taylor Swift, which this will be my fourth time. I will say there were two people coming that I was in particular really excited to meet. One, Aaron Rodgers was supposed to come, but he had a scheduling conflict or he had a game or something. <laughs> Um, and so he <laughs> apparently he was really bummed. He really? like loves coming to these shows. Aww. And then second um, was uh, I guess is it Nina Dobrev's husband or fiance boyfriend boyfriend Sean White snowboarder. And I was like, oh, I would love to see Taylor Swift with Sean White. Yeah. And uh, he he couldn't come. He couldn't. Or he come. backed out like a day ago. Yeah. Bummer. But it'll still be so cool. Oh, I'm so, so like so awesome. You know, I've never really like hung out with celebrities like at this capacity. I know I'm the more I'm in L.A., the more I realize that they're just people, too. So the way we're going to film this podcast is we're going to like we're going to talk for like 30 minutes. Then we're going to go to the show and then we're going to pick back up tomorrow morning, like right after the, the show. Yeah. And we'll tell you guys how it went, like how were the celebrities how was it being in a box with them all night? How was the pre-party? Was it awkward at all? Are celebrities, are they just like us? This is honestly, de-influence is a great name for this podcast because it's kind of like what we do. Yeah. Every episode, we just break it down. We just break it down. It's like, here's what you think. Here's what's really going on. That's why I, d I chose the name. I know. I love it's it. It's a great name. Um, yeah, it's like we're not really de-influencing products or brands. We're de-influencing de our lives. Ourselves. Ourselves. <laughs> um, speaking of de-influencing ourselves, how you been feeling lately? You know, there's there's something in the air here in Los Angeles. It's like a sleepy air. I know. I like I. First of all, I woke up so energized yesterday, and we went and got that um, Air One uh, Haley Bieber smoothie. Yeah. Have y'all seen? Have you seen that on like TikTok and stuff? No. Okay, so there is this. It's kind of like I would have thought it was like a cafe or something. But it's kind of like a grocery store in LA. It's mm -hmm. a, it's like a, even more elevated Whole Foods. Okay, so it's like super expensive. Like how much? How much was your smoothie? Eighteen dollars. What? Yeah. It was like a small. I know, I know. But you should read what's in it. It's like seaweed and this. When they're making it, like, cause you know you can watch them make it. There are so many ingredients, and they just like do all these little drops of hemp seed oil. You know this, this, this. And um, so- That's such an LA thing. Yeah, no, it really was, but like, I loved it. They had um, like chicken, like chicken broth, you know, uh -huh. that you could buy in a jar to go make like a soup. And you know, it's just like a normal jar. I guess how much it was. Uh, okay, $32. No, it was 18, but close. Wow. Half. Half. <laughs> Half. <laughs> um, no, but like still like $18 for like broth, chicken broth. Yeah. Like you just, it's not even like for multiple people. It's like for you. Where Was it packed or was it like two Was it a jar? No, no, no. Like the, the, oh. the where there's a <laughs> lot like, of people in there. It's a jar. Um, it wasn't packed, but it was definitely like, it was popping. It took 30, so here's another thing. So I went with Nikki and we woke up pretty early. It was the first thing that we did. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, we parked, we went inside and I was like, it was not what I was expecting, but it's kind of like Whole Foods, like where you can get like hot food, you can get smoothies, you can get coffee, whatever. And when we ordered, she was like, it's gonna be 15 minutes, is that okay? And like, it wasn't a long line or wow. anything. So I was like, huh, why is it gonna be 15 minutes? It ended up being 30 minutes for these smoothies. To make them? Mm-hmm. And then it was like $18 and like- It's like art. 
yeah it was so it was good like it was good it was worth it but like only like a one-time thing in my opinion like it's right. not like something i'm gonna go spend 18 dollars for every single day because uh, smoothies also i don't know about you but they kind of like upset my tummy if i don't have anything like hot yeah so then i had to go buy a quiche on top of that and i was like what i'm spending 40 dollars. i don't remember but it was not cheap so i'm like, like eight bucks i'm spending no, probably more than that. Oh my god, uh, that's disgusting. I'm like, I'm spending like forty bucks on breakfast. This ain't me. No, that's yeah. I, you know, L. A. For me, it's it's not for me. I'm not an L. A. Gal. I feel like I really enjoyed myself this trip. I could never live here. Yeah, I mean, and I for the L. A. People, it's 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 fine. I'm not saying that it's wrong for you. It's just not for me. I personally I feel like was it's like dirty. What? I feel like it's dirty here. I feel like it's so packed in. Mm, I don't know. I, I don't feel that way. Yeah. I mean, we're staying in, in West Hollywood, but like we went and did um, Runyon this morning. Like, well, we tried. Jordan like couldn't keep up. <laughs> oh my gosh. I made it to the top. I was only like we eight did. strides behind you. Babe, that was like the first loop. That wasn't like the actual hike. You're joking me. Yeah. We did like the shorter one. Okay. Well, <laughs> that was not the hike. The real one takes like almost, I think like, like over an hour. Okay. Hour but let me tell you something. The reason I didn't want to hike anymore is because we're hiking on this mountain and I'm not kidding out of the sky, a snake falls or right in front hills. of us. Yeah. Yeah. It came down the hill, but it felt like it was coming from the side. I thought it was like sky. a silver pole that someone was throwing at us. And I was like, why is somebody trying to harm us? It was right in front of me and it was this massive snake. It just slithered. It just slithered and Jordan's like spiritual warfare. Spiritual warfare. I'm like, <laughs> it, it does not get more obvious than that, that we are under attack. <laughs> no, I have had truly the past two trips to Los Angeles have been so amazing. Like I've, I've loved it. Like when we were hiking this morning and it's like 80 degrees outside and the sun is shining and I'm getting my heart rate up, just like the perfect amount up you know like not yeah. too tired but like i'm definitely like i'm gonna be sore tomorrow and i'm like i would just die to live here right now yeah but but i always say that and then i spend a little bit more time and i'm like oh, i need to go it's home it's the it's the culture like i just don't feel connected to the culture here mm. in la well not only that but like the first day that we came i had a fabulous day the first fabulous day. The first day in Los Angeles. Why did I have a fabulous day? What was the first? Um, okay, you got. We got here. What happened? I went to Fourteen Carat. Oh, that's right. That's right. So Fourteen Carat is this the store in? It's on Beverly Drive. It's in. I would say it's in Beverly Hills, and it's basically like if y'all grew up in the South and you know Sam Moon is like, if you don't know what that is just like Google it. It's basically like this like big huge warehouse where you get everything at like wholesale prices um it's like that but for diamonds and so you first of all you get there and it's like this little i don't know lobby it looks like a it's a very small lobby you're like okay this is not what i was expecting but then they send you on the elevator you go up the elevator you walk into this showroom and it is packed the only thing is about 14 carry if you ever go um like they are a little pushy so i would know what you want before you get there because you're gonna be so overwhelmed you're gonna be looking around and the people that are helping you're gonna be like okay what do you want like what which one the, which earrings do you want i'm like i don't know there's so many yeah. but like i got little square 
diamond studs for my ears that are usually like I was looking online. They're usually like eight hundred dollars, six hundred to a thousand dollars. I got them for two hundred bucks, and you can negotiate with them too. So like, I mean, I tried. Like, <laughs> yeah, tell tell us your story about trying to negotiate. The girls were laughing at me, like because I was like, I got this ring, and I was like. Well, if I get, if I add one more, like, I was like, can you give me a better deal? And she's like, no. I'm like, okay. <laughs> okay, no no worries. No problem. I was problem. like, okay, I'm so, I'll still take it. <laughs> I was just asking. You know, you just got to yeah. ask. But she did knock, like, $20 off my earrings. I, w- I was a couple, like, minutes behind you guys because I was on a call. And I walked into there, and I was like, what is going on in here? It was like a like a flea market for diamonds. The, the so Kardashians get a lot of their diamonds there. Beyonce, Rihanna. Like everyone goes there for their diamonds and like in what's so cool about it is if you find something that you like or something like a setting that you want for a ring, they can make it for you almost like on the spot. Like wow. they, they're, it's pretty cool. So what'd it's she like say, the, what'd she say about your wedding ring? So the thing is about diamonds and what I think people that are in the diamond industry say is, you know, like they don't like perfect diamonds. Like they don't, they like whenever diamonds have character. So they like when the color maybe is like a little off. So it like is a little yellow or maybe it has some, you know, imperfections because that means that it's, that's a real diamond and it's your diamond. And so um, she looked at my diamond and said that the one Jordan got me is really great because it has character. AK it has some imperfections, <laughs> just like me. AK, it's not perfect. I love it. I do too. I really do. She cleaned it for me and I was like, whoa, I actually really like this thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, what else? So we did that and then we um, we did Earth Cafe because we always have to do Earth Cafe whenever we're here. We got the boba teas, which um, did you know like how many calories are in those tapioca balls? No. I love it. Oh my gosh, those little boba teas, I, I loved it. Jordan doesn't like the texture. No, the slime balls, I don't like them. I love it, I love the little chewiness. They're like just a cup, like one cup of those little balls is like 500 calories. So it's like a re- meal replacement, because then you also Not get a smoothie on top. Not each ball, but like a cup of them. Yeah. Wow. But then you get the smoothie on top of the, bo- the balls. So then like that's probably another, so it could be like, it's like a meal replacement. Dang, I didn't know that. I know. We, the girls and I Googled it and we were just, we were really just shook. But we've had a fabulous time. Even last night, we spent a lot of time this trip at the Beverly Hills Hotel, which is also kind of iconic. Um, I've never stayed there because I hear it's like so expensive to stay there. Yeah. Last time we were here, we saw Zoe Deschanel at um, the Beverly Hills Hotel. Really? Yeah, I won't say who we were with because it was like kind of an intense conversation, but we had a very awesome conversation last night. It was like a theological Debate. Oh, no, we can say we were with Kendall. Yeah. From Stony Clover. Yeah, I don't know if she cared, but. <laughs> no, no, I mean, we just, we had dinner with her, but then we were there even the night before. Um, but yes, she, we had a great conversation. Yeah. We didn't talk about politics, but we talked about like theology. It was so fun. And she's Jewish and her friend that she brought was Jewish. Yeah. And we're Christian. And like, we both were so interested. Well, in they were really intrigued with the Hillsong documentary. Yes. And we were like, yeah, like we get it. But here, here's like a different way of looking at like what happened to Carl Lentz. Like here it was like forgiveness and redemption. And it was like very cool, very cool conversation. I loved our conversation. Yeah. we. I mean, we were there for what, three hours? It was a long time. We went to bed late. Yeah. Um. 
But yeah, so we spent some time at the Beverly Hills Hotel. Um, we have gotten some cute little FaceTimes from the babies. Mm. It's so cute. Like Brenda was making cookies with Stella today. And like she's she taught Stella how to like pose for photos, you know? Because yeah. like, you know, Stella, our daughter, you know, she's two and a half, right? Yeah, two and a half. And she typically has like hated photos in the yeah. past. So I don't take a lot of her that are posed. They're, mo they're mainly candid because she's like, you know, she doesn't want to deal with it. Um, but like Brenda has taught her how to pose. So like they're making talk, they're making chocolate chip cookies and like her arms are up and she's posing and it's so just cute. so precious. I wish that they were here with us. Why, why would we not have brought them? Um, so that's probably my doing and I'm sorry to everyone. I'm a horrible dad, but honestly, I feel like when we rip them from the routine for such a short amount of time, first, it's a lot of work to get them here. Um, and two, which is not the biggest deal. Like I don't mind that, but I feel like when we remove them from their routine and we are working, like this is a work trip, you know? Yeah. And so like when we're working and they don't, they're in a new environment and they're like, wait, why aren't mom and dad hanging out with us? I think it's more harmful than keeping them in their routine with like yeah. Nini at home, right? And so like, that's why we've shortened a lot of our work trips to like be in and out, right? Like we, I would say our max time away is like two to three days. Yeah, I would say we, we tend to do three days. That way we can just pack it all in. And we're packed, like we're back to back to back because it's very like intentional, like, hey, we are here to work and then we're gonna go home and we're there to be with our family. And so, I don't well, know, you that's- You know that, um, who is it? Like some of the celebrities are bringing their daughters and they're like young. And but they I'm, live here. I know, but I'm just like so jealous. I know, but <laughs> when Stella, I feel like when Stella or Stratton is a little bit older, we can do things like that. Yeah. Honestly, I feel like I could take Stella, Stella on a work trip with me. Yeah, but then but, you leave Stratton, and like he's like, "What the heck?" Yeah, but Stratton's too hard right now. He is, he is like not walking yet. Like he's, yeah. he's not old enough. But I feel like I could take Stella on a work trip, and she could last the whole day. Yeah, oh, this is like makes me miss him so much. I know. I honestly, I, when Stella is probably like three or four, I cannot wait to like integrate her into our work yeah. more. And when Stratton is probably, I think when he's when he's like, I don't know, he's a little bit delayed. So maybe like two and a half, three. I feel like he'll start coming to stuff with us. Yeah. No, I'm so excited. You know something that we can't take them to. What? What we're doing Saturday night. Oh. Oh my gosh, this is so funny that we're going to this because we both got two separate invites to this. Mm -hmm. um, so I got invited by my friend Preston to the Jake Paul, Nate Diaz fight in Dallas. And then you got invited with Celsius. Because mm -hmm, I'm a Celsius booty girl now. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. You know, they wouldn't, um, Nikki asked for the guest list and they wouldn't give it. So that kind of makes me feel like there's going to be other cool people, celebrities there. Yeah, I don't think I've ever asked for a guest list at like an influencer event and they've, not giving it to me because of privacy. I think there's like, I think there's going to be some cool people there because Celsius like sponsors Jake Paul. So they probably like really went all out on who, on their guest list. Why did they invite me? <laughs> Cause you're cool. I don't you're know. You're a cool gal. They actually let me bring two friends. Yeah. So I'm going with Janelle and Sarah Rose. That's sweet. Um, I'm going with like a bunch of, uh, gamers. Gamers. Yeah. Like a bunch of like the phase clan, Twitch streamer, YouTuber Wait, guys. Daisy Banks. Not phase banks. He's the biggest one, but like, there's a lot of phase people in that clan. And are they flying into the, sh 
Like for the fight? Probably, because Preston's family has a box, so I mean. So how does that work? When you own a box at a stadium, do you get tickets to, like you get to use that box for any event that happens at AT&T? I think that you get like first right of refusal, but then you can book it out if you want to. So like, okay. I think that's how it works. God, we should ask him. Yeah. I've always been curious how that works. It's like, so like if the, a soccer game is played at AT&T, does that mean like they get the first, they can keep their box? Right, but it might be like an additional fee. And they have to probably buy all the tickets for their box? I guess, or like the sweet fee or something. I don't huh. know. Ugh. First world problems, you know? First world problems. <laughs> Rich people problems, man. Um. Yeah, I'm excited for that, though. Um, th there's a lot of tickets still available, so I don't know if it'll be packed or not. Yeah, it'll be really interesting. You know, he had a documentary that just came out. Really? Yeah. Jake uh, Paul? It, yeah, on Netflix. It's uh, Untold. It's like a series that they do. It's the same as Conor the... Conor McGregor. Yeah. Um, I love that one. Well, I don't know if that's a separate one, but the I think it was the Manti Teo documentary that oh. we watched, which is so good if y'all haven't watched that. It's the so craziest good. series I think I've ever watched. Today's episode of De-Influence is brought to you by Honey Love. The results are in. Honey Love came out on top for wedding day shapewear. This is an ad you'll want to stay tuned for as wedding season is in full swing. Whether you're a bride, a guest, or looking for an everyday fit, Honey Love is your go-to for all things shapewear. Honey Love has revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. You'll immediately feel and see the difference. We have an exclusive exclusive offer for my listeners get 20% off your entire order for our exclusive link honeylove.com slash de-influenced my favorite thing about honey love is how comfortable and easy it is i've worn it for many events and don't even notice i have it on which is the best type of shapewear you know we've all been there struggling to take off a tight piece of shapewear with a bathroom line on, out the door their shapewear has a hundred percent cotton gusset so you <laughs> I don't know that word. Cotton gusset, so you can skip the extra undies. Plus, it has a convenient opening in the panty area for super easy bathroom access. No changing required. Love that. You also don't have to worry about it rolling down, which is always one of my biggest complaints with other shapewear. Grab yourself the best shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash de Use our exclusive link to get 20% Honeylove.com slash de-influenced. Thank you, Honeylove, for sponsoring today's episode. You're always so good at this. You think so? I really do. You know, my mom always wanted me to be like a news anchor mm -hmm. or a radio host. Uh, she She's probably proud. You kind of became the same. They're, it's really different, though. I Because, you know, I don't really, enter, I don't enjoy being on camera in that way yeah like it's i don't enjoy doing uh actually i i've learned to like doing interviews mm -hmm. i think the more i do them the more comfortable i am honestly i was i was telling our uh we were we were talking to someone yesterday that potentially could be my publicist which i've never had one of those before and i honestly to be i don't even really understand what they fully do but <laughs> <laughs> but it's cool to say you have a publicist right so Anyway, we were talking to her yesterday and I was like, you know, after the Forbes interview, I feel so confident because I feel like they asked me everything I didn't want to be asked ever and <laughs> all in one hour and they did it. And I'm like, okay, well, like 
it wasn't that bad. Yeah. You know? You handled it really well. I mean, and so now I'm just like, when I go into interviews, I'm not like nervous anymore. That's a funny story. Have you ever told that story? Yeah. We don't uh, need to like, re- yeah, yeah, we don't yeah, need to like gross. recap it. Um, but that, I don't know. Like, do you get, I think what's so crazy, I always forget this about our team is it's weird that I have these people that are working for the Danny Austin brand, but like, but then when it comes to game time, it's me alone. Yeah, true. And I always wonder how would they have done under this pressure? <laughs> because you know, you also, when I do an interview or I do something public, I actually a lot of times am like not even worried about the public persona. I'm like, I don't want to let my team down. I know. We learned that in therapy last week. I was really surprised to hear that from you that so much of the pressure that you feel is less about you failing and more about like you failing the team. I, it, it stresses me out because I don't, I never want to be that boss that like doesn't show up, you know, like. But it's so funny because you aren't even close to that you always show up. Yeah, I don't know. But like, cause I, I think because ultimately like these people have, I mean, Nikki like literally moved across the country to come work for me. They have quit their other job or not quit their, but they like, we literally support them and their families. Okay. Yeah. So like, I'm like, they have given up so much to like support me and to support my vision. Like I got to deliver. Yeah. Cause I don't want them to be embarrassed of who they work for too. Babe, I <laughs> totally get it. But like, these are crazy thoughts. <laughs> but no, it's not crazy. It's no, so normal, I think. It's normal, and, but, and this is but what I was gonna say. very hard on yourself. But this is, but you know what? That's not fair to say because you've never been in my position. True. And that's why I was about to ask you, like, like wouldn't that, wouldn't that stress you out a little bit? <laughs> what, being in your shoes? Yeah, being more front facing. I mean, like your front, your front facing behavior literally like affects everyone. Like if I go get drunk and then do something embarrassing, like it is going to affect my brand, my team, everything, everyone. Yeah. Think about it. Like I can't make a mistake. It's true. (laughs) I, you're right. I could never do what you do. I mean, I'm sometimes like, like I'm on this podcast. I'm exhausted after (laughs) I'm exhausted. You know, like the consistency, I don't, here's what I truly don't understand. I don't understand how you've done this for 10 years. Like I'm in a, I'm in a, in a lull right now where like, I don't really like, like I I posted some of my threads. I've been on this podcast. Like (laughs) I'm kind of like over it right now. Like I don't really like want to be public right now. But I'm doing it because like I'm showing up because I don't want to let you down and our no, people down. And I totally get that. I mean, I like sometimes don't you just like want to like just not just like not <laughs> just and not. like just move to the country and just like no. live off the land. I, I sometimes have those thoughts and it lasts about 45 seconds and then I'm like, nah, I would get so bored. <laughs> See my, yeah, mine, minor longer seasons of that, but I do agree. I, I don't think that that would actually make me happy, but I think that, um, it's a grind, man. I don't, well, I truly don't understand the, how you have done this consistently for 10 years, but you told me this last week. I think when I brought this up is you told me you've been able to do this for 10 years because it's not about you. And I thought that that was really cool. Like, yeah. you know, it's, you, you don't see it as like, this is about 
me becoming famous or me doing this. Like it's about like, like taking care of the audience that like God has given you. And I think that that's like really how you've been able to do it for consistently for 10 years. That's not really my personal calling <laughs> and, and that's okay. Like I'm, I have other callings and I'm good at really other things, but I just don't understand it. Like it's, I don't get it. I'm proud of you. Good yeah, job. No. Keep going, babe. You're doing great for all of us. <laughs> no, I, I definitely feel that some days where I'm like, I am tired and I just don't really want to show up or do I need to retire or do I need to switch careers or I'm not inspired? But yeah, like what you were saying, it's like when you, that's the one thing that I feel like will like keep your my longevity going is when you have a mission that's greater than yourself because one thing that you'll always get tired of is yourself dude okay that's i'm glad you said that i've been wanting to talk about this is so funny that we're here talking about this right now the biggest thing for me is not the energy output because i have a lot of energy it's not even like the drive because i have a lot of drive it's the fact that like i just don't feel interesting like, do you ever struggle with that? Like, I'm just like, I don't have anything to say. There's no way, like, I don't want to put myself out there because I'm not feeling interesting right now. See, that is so, that is the most common thing I hear from people when they are starting to create content or they want to get into it. Like, my mom says that all the time. And once again, your issue is you're focused on yourself. I know. I'm And you're not it. looking at what you do as a service. All it takes is going through your DMs for five minutes and you'll see so many questions. Danny, what book are you reading right now? Danny, I'm going through anxiety. How did you go? I mean, there's so many different things that you'll learn about how you can serve people and, and things to create content about. It's like, that's the biggest issue is whenever you're like, I'm not interesting. I'm not this. I'm, I'm like, I don't care about you. I want to, it's more about the people. It's more about, the service you're providing them through yourself. Like, yeah. you know, and so, yeah, I don't blame you for feeling that way because none of us are probably interesting enough. Like it's, that's just human nature. And so that's what I always tell my mom. I'm like, mom, if you're feeling uninspired, get in your DMs for 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. You'll you'll know exactly what to do. Yeah. That's why it's like important to stay connected to your audience because um, at the end of the day, like, like I always tell people, it's a service. We got to get in there. Are you getting in the DMs to answer some questions? I'm getting in my DMs. <laughs> <laughs> On aliens, we are created in God's image. All that he Jordan's reading a DM is right now. we can become like him. He created our son. Uh, okay, so she's going off on aliens. aliens. What do you think? Aliens are real or demons? I don't want to get off topic. Um, no, we're on topic. I'm here for this new era of unhinged Jordan. I told my hubby to follow you. He'd love your content. See, that just like overwhelms me. Like You don't want to be complimented. No, it's not the compliment that overwhelms me. It's just like the pressure. Like, let me ask you this. Have you ever felt like putting yourself out there is correlated at all with hating yourself more? <laughs> oh my gosh. No. No? Oh, see, that's what I'm struggling with right now. You hate yourself? It's like making, like, yeah, putting myself out there more has, like, made me feel more self-hatred. Wow. That's Truly. deep. I why? know. I know. I don't know why. I was going to talk to Chandler about it. Chandler's my life coach. Wait, we need to talk about this. Okay, so because you've been putting yourself out there more, you do you feel guilty for things that you've said? No. I love what I say. <laughs> 
Okay. Um, so what exactly do you hate? I think that um, it's just vulnerable, right? Like, it's like when I say things, like, I don't really care about what people think of my opinions, but like putting yourself out there more, it's like, it's like, I feel like I'm trying and then I get like really like burnt out and then I like, am like, I don't have anything more to give. And then I feel really guilty about that. And then I ended up just like hating myself. So you, so you're putting, because you can't put out consistent content, you hate yourself. Yes. There are things that I can do very consistently, right? Like I can lead Divi really consistently. I can show up for meetings really consistently. I'm a very routine person. I just don't know if I have, like I look at your consistency in serving your audience and like, I just don't know if I have it. Um, but if you're showing up every day, then you have it, whether you feel it or not. Right. You have it. And then there's like, when I do pour out so much, there's like a, what are you pouring out about it? Aliens? (laughs) (laughs) I don't understand. No, it's just like, I mean, just, okay. Um, Jenny on our team. Okay. If she filmed content for one day, yeah, filmed a, a whole day on stories, she would be emotionally exhausted for a week. <laughs> if anyone listening to this podcast who doesn't create content filmed their entire day on content. Try, try so many, it. See if you can do it. Yeah, try it. Seriously. Go out and try. And, and, and I feel like most of them, the majority of them would come back and I would say, do you feel better or worse about yourself? And I would say the majority would say probably worse. Wait, what? Why? Because they won't be able to keep up with it or just because they filmed themselves? I think it's self-inflicting. Like, I don't think that, I don't think it's like the hate that they're getting in their DMs. Like, I don't care what people say about me. It's like my own But Why would they feel more, you didn't answer the question, why would they feel more self-hatred if they filmed their day? Because I think there, I think there's so much room to second guess. Like, well, what, I said that, like, was that wrong? Like, was this wrong? Like, do people like me? Do people not like me? Like, was I funny there? Like, there's so many like like self doubts that swirl when you put yourself out. That, in that has way. nothing to do with like. So you're saying if you filmed and posted it because you said earlier just you filmed yourself. Yeah, filmed and posted. The very act of putting yourself out there so much has created like a loop. Sometimes creates a loop in your brain of like, am I good enough? Okay, I get that. I mean, I feel that a lot. Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like that's very like like yeah. it's. Um, but I think that that's why it's very special what you do because you figured out how to not ask that question because you don't say, am I good enough? Because it's not about you in the first place. True, true. Right. And that's what's, that's why it's so special what you've been able to do in the longevity because you've been able to do it for 10 years with that mindset. But most people, the very act of posting on social media is, um, it's putting yourself out there. It's, it's, it's scary. It's, it's draining. It's, it's draining. It's, it's about like most people can't up cri- your life for criticism. Yeah. People can't get over the hump that like, this is about me. That's what I always, that's why I was like, I want to put my threads on private because I don't, I, I they're for me. Like, it's funny. Like I laugh at my own jokes. I don't need like other people's approval, you know? Then why not just write in your journal? I don't know. <laughs> No, I think there is a side of you that likes to make people displaying your humor. Right. Yeah. So it's like, and I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. 
No, I don't, I don't, I don't feel guilty or remorse for anything that I've done or been here. I don't know why. I just feel like sometimes maybe it's just a season too. Like maybe it's cause I'm like really busy with Divi and doing this or something, but like there's a correlation between, uh, the more I have put myself out there, the more I've like struggled. You feel insecure. It, insecure is like the wrong word. Cause I don't think I'm insecure. It's like truly like, um, I don't know. It's just like, like doesn't make me feel good sometimes. Mm. And I think that's, that's, I mean, that's why it's not meant for everyone. Right. And I always tell people, you know, that's why I told Jake Tri triplet on the Trey Kennedy podcast. I said, Hey, I'm, well, he's not a supporting actor cause he's on stage all the time. But I was like, I'm a great supporting actor, but I can never do what you do every single day. No way. Well, and this is one thing that I always tell people because like, I think that a lot of influencers are actually, for the, for the most part, pretty humble people. Um, not all of them, but like, I would say majority are because we all kind of went through this phase where we decided to put our lives out there and all of our friends and family who yeah. just know us as everyday people are like, so ew, weird, what yeah. is she doing? Like, why is she talking to the camera like that? Like, right. why is she taking outfit pictures? Or like, it's cringe. It's so cringe. I remember those days when I, the first time I took a selfie, I cringed. I was cr like, Landon was yeah. like, Danny, like you have to, you, you have to take this selfie and you have to post it on your Instagram feed. Like people love selfies. And I spent like all day trying to get the right selfie. I went out by the pool for the best lighting. This is like back when like Facetune was around. I'm like Facetuning my teeth to make them look yeah. whiter, you know? And, um, and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so cringe. And I remember all my friends like in school, in college at UT thought it was so odd. And I just remember thinking like, Danny, you just have to get over this hump. like. You have to like just keep pushing through like but what's so scary in that moment is like you don't know if it's gonna work so you're either gonna like come out on top and be like told ya suckers i made it or whatever yeah. or you're gonna be like oh i just put myself out there it didn't work now i failed and now i'm embarrassed but i think that you here's the thing is i think both paths lead to failure hear me out for a second hear me out for a second i think that if you get to the point of success and it's all about see told you so suckers like then your your career is going to ultimately end soon because it's still about you like i don't think you took either of those paths i think that you took a middle path that very few people take where you found a way to not make it about told you suckers or oh my gosh i'm cringe forever you took a middle path that was like hey this is like more of a calling it's more of a responsibility it's more of like a service to my people and you found a way to make it not about you entirely yeah no i appreciate that that was a good compliment you gotta admit that that was nice <laughs> but i i truly do and i think that that's um i i haven't figured it out i i have but like i i think i'm good at that in like different ways like i'm really i think i'm really good at divvy of like helping people on our team see their full potential. Yeah, right? 100%. Like it's just leading, on a different scale. It's a different scale and it's a different, it's more in like real life. And so it's just this is impactful. just a different, yeah, no, I agree. I just think that this is a different ball game, but there's- I could never do what you do. I could never do what you do. Sweet. So sweet. <laughs> That's the way we're meant to be. Should we go to Taylor Swift? This is this is heavy. <laughs> yeah, this, is this is very heavy before Taylor Swift. We're gonna go to Taylor Swift. You guys tune in for the second part of this podcast, because we're gonna update you with how this night goes. All, we're gonna tell you all the tea. Are these celebrities like cool or not? Oh, I bet they're all so cool.
You think? You think they'll be nice? I think they'll all be nice. I wonder if they're going to be like nice to normies like us. Because we're kind of like the only normies in the box. True. Like, and will they go out of their way to be like, like friendly? Or are they will just going to stay? Because they they're be all kind of friends. That, like, That's a good question. Will they be grateful? Yeah, that grateful a, for a, free. That a brand invited them. Will they care about Divi and ask questions about our product? Oh, that's so good. Or will they just be like, whatever, like I, I got, got this. Tickets. I got free tickets. Because influencers do that all the time. It drives me nuts. That is like the biggest character test, in my opinion, of like, are they an still influencer or a celebrity is like, are they still grateful for the free experience that they're being gifted? That is so true. And I know influencers get like just bombarded with all these opportunities yeah. where they get to the point where they just take advantage of brands and take advantage of events. And they feel like entitled, like, oh, well, I'm not getting paid. They just offered me free tickets, so I'm not going to post or I'm not like, it'll be interesting to see, you know, like, yeah, like what you said, like if yeah. they are, if they are interested in, in us. Wow. I'm kind of scared. You know, we'll let you I think know. I think it's going to be good. Yeah. I think it's a classic. I'm not like nervous at all. I'm like, I'm, I'm just there's excited. like nothing to lose. In my opinion, it's just I like I, it's like kind of dipping our toe into a different world of celebrity and saying like, OK, what's this like? Yeah, what's it like? You know, well, one thing I know that. I've learned from from this whole like celebrity world so far is like I don't want to be in it. I like yeah. I can dance on the Oscars and like do some of this stuff. But like I like going back home to Dallas with the normies. <laughs> yeah, you know who uh, who does that really well is I think that it was Matthew McConaughey who mm, like yeah. advised like a celebrity. He was like, "Hey, you go to L.A. to work, but you come back home to somewhere else, right?" Yeah. So he goes back to home to Austin, and I think it's so important. Like I think if we lived here, it it wouldn't have even been our fault. It it would have just sucked us in. Yeah. And um, yeah, man. So. We'll see. We'll see. We'll stay tuned for part two. Bye. Bye. And we're back. Wow. What a night. Where do we even begin? I think I just, I think I would like to give my analysis of the concert first, then we can back up. Analysis of Taylor Swift. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Just just let us know. What did you think about the Queen? That was my my fourth time seeing her, obviously. So I, I have to say, one thing before you get started because it's my fourth time. Yeah. I Are all the jokes the same? No. Really? Like when she talks in between songs? Yeah. No, it's different each time. I when I saw her in Atlanta, she cried during Marjorie. Um and told more of like the story behind that. Um I have to tell I have to say one thing though. Like I can tell for sure that she had more energy in the Dallas show than she did now. Yeah, I mean. I mean, I don't blame her. Like, but also, so she's about to do six shows in Los Angeles, right? Right. So when she got on stage yesterday and started talking, she had a raspy voice. Mm -hmm. Like you could tell her her throat was hurting her. And she has five more to do. It is just. Yeah, I mean. That girl. Transcendent, um, epic. Lives up to the hype. Mind-blowing, inexplainable, like all words I would use to describe the experience. Yeah, so you wouldn't say it's underrated or overrated. You'd say it's perfectly rated? No, I would say it's underrated. I would say no matter what your expectations are, going and then experiencing it, you will underrate what it actually is. Yeah. It's incredible. I mean... I'd say it's pretty equally rated to the hype that you see online. 
I don't think it's underrated or overrated. I think it's exactly what you would think. Oh, we'll see. I Maybe I just don't follow the hype online. Yeah, the hype is definitely there. People. I mean, I it. just, here's my whole thinking on it, is I don't understand how she's doing what she's doing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like we're hard workers too, but like she's like next level. I mean, she is doing that four nights a week, right? Well, Three to four nights a week, because she's yeah. doing Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday in L.A.? Well, she's doing six shows in L.A. Oh, my gosh. See? She takes, like, a two-day break. And then she added she added more shows, mm-hmm. you know, and then she's going to go international. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't feel like the, the craziest thing to me is she could have done, like, an hour and a half set and been fine. Mm-hmm. It was three hours. It was like people were leaving her early <laughs> because it was so long. Um, and... You just really can't put it into words. Like it's wholesome. Like yeah, it's wholesome. everyone in the audience the is like is united so- and like there for each other. Did you notice like when we were leaving the concert, like I didn't get pushed one time. No. Like everyone is just so, and like it was so efficient. Like that's the other thing about concerts is you get stuck and you wait around for like hours. It's like all these women yeah. just thinking together in a big group. We're all like, let's be sensible about this. Let's walk as fast as we can. Let's not push. Let's not argue. Let's just like, peacefully exit and it works like it's just insane how it works so you know in in another story on just like the 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 concert goers is like our team uh two people from our team were not going to go and they bought tickets last minute but the tickets they bought were fraudulent and so they show up and like a family of taylor swift fans walks up and they were like oh man we just got here our tickets are fraudulent and out of nowhere this family targets them and comes up to him and says, hey, do you guys need tickets? And they, like, thought they were getting scammed again. They were like, no, we're good. Who's they? What are you? The, our team. Oh, okay. Our, yeah, our, I wasn't following. Yeah, our <laughs> team thought that they were getting scammed again. And then um, the family was like, no, truly, we just got better tickets. Take ours. And they sat, like, yeah. in a really good seat. And They didn't even sell them to them. They just were like, yeah, like, we're, like we just bought better tickets. Do you guys want to have these? And that is just the environment that Taylor Swift creates. Just the nicest people. It's it, and everyone dresses up, and it's so cute, and it's like family friendly. There were um, we can tell you more about like who came in our box, but we had a couple of of little kids in our box too, which was so sweet. And at one point, because we had a box that was kind of on the floor, and it was like way off to the side, so the speakers were like blasting in our box. Yeah. It was really loud, and. Um, one of the little girls in our box, uh, her ears were hurting her. And so one of the police officers saw and brought her headphones from backstage. So crazy. Like, you just don't hear of stuff like that happening, typically. Here's my question, though. And this is this might be controversial. I feel like Taylor Swift should retire after this. No, she has so much more to go. No, no, no. I feel like she should retire because the Eras tour is like the perfect high note to go out on. It's she like it's like her like retirement show where she plays all of her different albums. No, she's gonna have like a decades show. I just I, I feel like she's on top. I feel like she should retire after this. First of all, like don't speak those words out loud. <laughs> Some of us actually need her. Okay, <laughs> Some of us need but her. Do, do you get my point though? It's yeah, like but it's like, like you you created such great albums and then you do an heiress tour and then you go out on a tie note. It's like Tom Brady. It's like Tom Brady keep but that's like he's so, trying to play football more and he should have retired. But that's what's so crazy about Taylor is like she has so much more to give. Like she has so much l- more life to live. But like listen, how Tom Brady was like 
getting old for the sport. How special would it have been if she goes on this air tour, she retires, and then she goes and marries Joe and has kids? That would have been a great life path. Maybe for her, but not for us. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think she'd be a good mom. She's so I don't nice. think she's ready. You don't think she's ready? Yeah, no. But okay, so I didn't tell you this, but um, one of the girls we were with, her name is uh, Rihanna. She owns 901. She did Taylor's hair for um, Lover, the Lover album. Yeah. She had all, her hair for all of that. And um, she texted her last night and was like, we want to see you. Taylor rep replied to her. I know. She said, I, I would love to see you guys, but, but I'm going to be on vocal rest. And I was like, oh, she doesn't have to talk. Can we just be in her presence? Yeah, we don't, we don't, you can sign. You don't even have to, you can just sit there. I will say that would have been the craziest twist on our night. I can't even fathom like that. But you, she, you don't want to meet her. It's, it's a little too much for me. I, it's a little too much for me because I think she would be exactly what I thought, what I think she would be. Yeah. She would be, be hard on even you. greater. And that would be too much for me to process. And I would probably go into like a mode of like, like, I don't know, self-hatred, because I would be like, what did I say? What did I do? And, like, it would just be, I, I would be too, it would be too much. It would be too much. Yeah, that's like when I went on that one podcast. I, I regret it to this day. <laughs> I mean, I love them, and they were so sweet, but I, I, you just, sometimes you don't want to meet your heroes. Yeah, but, like, I do, you know. But you do but at like the I same do. time. Um, but, yeah, so we, we um, had a really nice, really fun night. It was, like, honestly perfect in every way we had a pre-party at rihanna's house um and the co-owner kind of like co-hosted it her name's nikki from 901 and we had bracelet making we had like a sparkle bar um we had like the most beautiful like sushi and charcuterie we had uh divi like you know had a like custom bags and like all these fun things. We had hair and makeup artists there. Event. I got my makeup done by Alan Face. He's like a celebrity makeup artist. He does like Joey King. He does, uh, who's like the girl that just blew up recently from that one show, um, like the Adams Family show. Oh yeah, I know. What's her name? I don't know. Je Jenna Ortega. Okay. Je Jenna Ortega, yeah. Um, he was nice. So nice, like I'm obsessed with him. We I'm converted him to Divi. Yeah, we did. He's he's in on it. Yeah. Just give me five minutes of your time and I can sell you on it. <laughs> I'm true. Like, truly, I can just. It's like, so true. Yeah, I really can. Like, anyway. um, So that was a lot of fun. We had, um, who else? Nina Dobrev. We had Ashley Simpson. She brought her husband, Evan? Evan Ross. Evan Ross and her daughter. Um, it was. Isabel. Isabel came, well, not to the pre-party. Oh, not to the pre-party. Um, and so at the pre-party, you know, like, I don't know, like, I wasn't nervous to meet anyone. Um, we're I was, so, like, naive and, like, outsider that... Yeah, they were all friends, too. They like, they all friends. knew each other. And and to be honest, like, Emma, like, she is the reason why I opened up and I felt so comfortable. She walked up to me and was like, I want to get a photo with you. I love Divi. I love what you're doing. I love that you're another like female mom entrepreneur. Being a mom is so challenging da, 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 and like was just so outgoing and kind. And I think she knew maybe I was feeling like a little and I didn't know anybody. Yeah. And she just kind of welcomed me into the crew. And after that, I felt I felt like I was in, you know, and I felt right. like it was cool. And then I could just talk to anyone. Um, same thing with Nina Dobrev. She brought a friend of hers, Sarah, and like 
we all just like immediately like they're just so kind the celebrities they really just are just like us you know they're just like us just like <laughs> true with a couple of, of quirks but, yeah. <laughs> but um which is very normal because they live very outlandish lifestyles and so anyway like you know they were talking about being on set and just like how this is like their normal every day and it's like so interesting how yeah how different but it's like work for them too um and so yeah at the pre-party you know we really got to know them then we hopped on a party bus um and it was like about, about an hour drive so that's whenever like we really got to talking and um like evan ross was so nice he was like I was telling him about my mom <laughs> and he was like asking, like, he was like, let me see your family. Let me see your mom. Like he was like interested, genuinely like interested yeah. in our lives, um, which was really sweet. And so then we got to the box. I will say like, I, I feel like the security at SoFi was like very lax. Yeah. They don't need to check our tickets. They didn't check Maybe it's because we were like with like a large group, a large group of like, I don't know, somewhat. Yeah. Maybe. We're like, I just felt like we just like walked in. Like it was just, that's the difference I think whenever you hang out with celebs. Like they also have this, um, like they have this demeanor about them where they're just trying to get from point A to point B, which I don't blame them because they're just want to be efficient. Yeah. And so they just kind of walk with their heads down and kind of just get in to like the, the non-access areas very easily. True. It's more about probably just being confident than it is like about even who you are. Like yeah, you just maybe, walk in like maybe a hack is you just kind of like wear cool glasses and <laughs> yeah. a hat and just walk by. Just act like you know what you're doing and and just go wherever you want. Um, but yeah, and then once we got to the box, so we we met up with Isabel from Dolce Glow, a couple of other people. Our some of our team was there. We had our scalp specialist, who we basically whoever like sells the most divi throughout the year wins like a bunch of prizes so she won free tickets to sit in this box her name's bianca and um so she got to come with us which was a lot of fun so i mean it was it was pretty epic like we danced a lot i got tired like halfway through and i had to drink one of those like celsius no it wasn't celsius it was like a it starts with a rock it's like rock and roll or something rock star rock star <laughs> of rock and roll rock and, rock and roll. roll energy rock star energy and I think that's what kept me up late. Yeah. I only slept like about like four or five hours last night. Um, but it was just like a fabulous night. I think it was interesting because um, we were just such outsiders. Like they we still are. <laughs> well, no, like, yeah, sorry. We are such outsiders. Like, so just like they were all friends. And, and it was also kind of an interesting environment for us because we were like the owners. This is like the first event we've done as like, the owners of Divi. Yeah, right? they had no idea. It wasn't like an influencer event for us. It was like we were yeah. there as like the owners of Divi. And so, you know, it was it was just kind of a different way to carry ourselves, I feel like. Like we Yes. We were not influencers. Yeah. And so um we're used to going to events like that on a smaller scale, but like as Danny Austin, now yeah. we were like Jordan and Danny is like the owners of Divi. And so I think we kind of had to find our footing doing that a little bit. It was definitely different, like, because we had to talk about more about like who we were in regards to Divi, not influencers, which is like the majority of what we do is creating content. Right. You know, and so it was, it was like a different side to who we are. I think it made it made me at least more comfortable being there though because like i think if we if let's say that was like an event for another brand 
and you were invited as an influencer amongst all these celebrities, I think I would have felt more uncomfortable because we had a purpose of like, hey, we want to teach you and tell you about Divi. I felt more like it was kind of like whatever happens, happens at this point. Yeah, and so Divi threw this event, by the way. This wasn't like we were just like hanging out. Yeah, this was like our team at Divi planned this whole thing. Yeah, our team at Divi planned this. We're lucky to be invited. Yeah. (laughs) Honestly, we almost got kicked out last minute because Aaron Rodgers was supposed to come and Miles Teller and his wife. And they were like, if they are a CP, like, Y'all are gonna y'all are gonna have to get kicked like, okay, out. Cool. Um, but yeah, so this was a, an event that Divi threw, and um, so we we had to be the founders. We were not there as like Danny yeah. and Jordan. We were there as Divi owners. Um, but I feel like we did pretty well. I think we did. It's yeah. really challenging to meet some meet celebrities, introduce like who you are, tell them about your product and be friend like and be cool and friends at the same time like and not be like too pushy yeah so well, i feel like we did like the perfect like in between and it was like a really a tag team with our team as well and like our pr agency because like it was kind of their job to sell divi and so we were just there like relationally and so True. it was kind of fun for us to not have that pressure and just be able to like build relationships and friends with these people yeah they were there to introduce divi and what the products do and and we had sent them the day before like these huge packages of all these goodies, like all my favorite brands. Like we did big ass luxury candles in there. Um, we did Sony Clover. We did like tons of Divi, um, electric picks. So like they got that care package the day before. And so they were able to like kind of understand what Divi was before they arrived. Yeah. But now that they like learned about the products and stuff, they're really, they're more excited to like take the hair vitamins, start using the scalp serum now that they get it. Yeah, the um, I will say I think that I think that me and Emma Roberts' boyfriend became best friends. You remember his name, Cody? Cody, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but I, I mean, Cody, yeah. Emma Roberts' boyfriend. But he he looks like Joe Alwyn. Yeah, he does. He's tall though. He's tall. I I think Joe Alwyn was tall too. I mean, he's like really tall. But um, yeah, this guy's probably like six four. So Sean White was supposed to come. I think we said that in the first part but um he was the only other guy for a while because evan ross was late and so i was like hey man um i was like we're gonna be the only guys we should we should hang out tonight and then we just like hit it off and he was making bracelets and so we made bracelets together that was so funny and uh i just kept looking over and he pulled his glasses down he's like sitting there making bracelets but we but the funniest thing about this guy is he was a diehard taylor swift fan knew every word this was his fourth time and he would like disappear in the corner in the box and like be in his fields and just be like belting. Oh my gosh, y'all, I forgot to tell you about our surprise songs. Guys, we got Maroon as a surprise song, which I had been telling Jordan for the longest time I've been playing. Have I not been playing Maroon like nonstop in the car? Yes, you have. And we got Maroon and then we got I Can See You, which is, what, one of the songs, the vault songs from Speak Now, the one with Taylor Lautner and, and Joey King in the music video, that's the first time that she's ever performed that. No. Yes. Are you sure? I think people, so, some people in your DM said that she played in another show. I Can See You? She said Oh, it. sorry, I Can See You. Sorry, I thought you were talking about Maroon. No, she no. literally said, I've never performed this. This is my first time. I Can See You. Maroon, she had played before, um, but Maroon was so, so, so good. I just can't believe we got that song. I was so excited. Um, so yeah, it was, what are you looking up? Oh, sorry. I was looking up something I was going to talk about later, but okay. What are you looking up? 
Um, it was just like this uh, this quote I was trying to find about to to recap the night. Oh, okay. <laughs> keep going. Keep talking. Um. So yeah, I mean, I just can't believe. Oh, we also ran into Kindle from Stony Clover while we were there, which was so fun. Like I feel like we're like kind of like in the bubble now. There's a bubble. There's That's a bubble. exactly what I'm looking at. About the bubble. Yeah, but keep going. <laughs> um. Yeah, so we ran into Kindle as well. Um, I don't know, like, it was just such a good night. I, I felt like everything, like, ran just perfectly. I, I, I don't think I could do a lot of events like this. Influencer events are, are different um, because influencers are used to working with brands at this capacity, and so it's just, like, it's more transactional. I feel like events like this are more like PR. It's more about relationships than anything. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. So <coughs> I can't find it. Okay. There's um so the the reason I was looking at this quote is like there's this like uh thing by C.S. Lewis called the inner circle. I think it's like a poem or something. And it talks about how like every time you think you're outside of the inner circle, you get into it and then you realize that like once you're in the inner circle, there's another circle that the people in the circle want to be in. Mm. And it was funny because the reason I was looking for that is because for us, and I think, you know, a lot of people, like my brother texted me, he was like, whoa, you're with Nina Dobrev. And so, like, we were outside of the uh, the circle, and then we kind of, like, came into the circle for a night. But it was so funny because in the circle, they are talking about another circle. Like, they're talking about, like, Harry Styles and, like, all these people. Well, that are they, they they were, yeah. Oh, they were? That they wanted to be friends with and, like, oh, stories funny. about them. And it was, like, they feel outside of the circle. And so it's just, like... No, that totally makes it's sense. It's so crazy that there's so many, like, different rings. But anyway, I, I wish I could find this, like, story. Yeah. Because it's all about, like, breaking your desire to, like, be in the inner circle. Because there's no there's no end to it. Yeah, you know? no, that makes sense. I mean, I, I don't see... I wouldn't necessarily feel like... I want to be in, in the circle. No, that's, and that's what I was like looking it up too, is like, I, I think that what was so healthy and cool about last night is that it wasn't this like desire to be in the circle, but it was just like very genuine. Yeah. It felt like very genuine relationships. Yeah, I agree. They really, and I think that just comes down to just meeting nice people. <laughs> meeting nice people. But I would, I would say this, I would go to that tour again. I told you. Like I, I told you, it was something. I that thought you it just was overkill that you had seen it four times. Now you get it. I get it. I don't know if I would see it four times, <laughs> but like I totally get it. I have to be honest though. Like being on the floor compared to being um, in a box mm -hmm. is like unmatched. It's the best experience. You mean like because like our floor was on the box or, or our box was on the floor, but you mean like on the floor, like in a seat? Yeah, I was like fourth row for one, the Atlanta show. And Were you able to see like front? Oh man. And she, when she did her surprise like songs, she was, I mean, I could have thrown something at her. I mean, That's I saw like the pores on her face and there were so many times she came and worked that part of the stage where she was like dancing right in front of it. And it like, and the dancers were there. It was just in the energy is yeah. so different. Like, in the box, we were sitting down. You go get a drink. You go get something to eat. On the floor, you are up dancing the entire time because you can't stop. I think that that would have been more epic. Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, it, it is. It's more exhausting. It's more tiring. Like, I'm so tired today. But we sat for half the show. Yeah. You know, like, 
that we sat down for all like the folklore and evermore. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it was such a great night. We're going home soon. We're actually supposed to leave in like 30 minutes to go to the airport. Stella is with my mom at this place that she calls, um, the baby's house, house <laughs> which is essentially like this, like, how do you describe it? It's, it's like, like a make believe. It's like a child town. Like they have yeah. like a post office, they have a grocery store, they have like a pizza shop and it's all like make believe it's all toys. Which is perfect for Stella. Cause she's like desires so much to be an adult. Well, did you see the picture that my mom no, sent? She didn't text it She's me. sitting like she's at like the mayor's office or something, you know, in this town. And she's sitting behind a desk and like, there's like a little name tag thing. And on the tag, it says, I'm the boss. And she's sitting there like in this like, oh little my gosh, like cozy chair. Um, I got some pictures of Stratton this morning from my mom and I just miss my little guy so I much. I miss him so much. Um, three so days yeah. is like our max. Like I couldn't do it. I anymore. couldn't do any more than three days. I away just want to just snuggle him. So yeah, we're going to do that. But, hope you guys enjoyed this little LA update. This we, is fun. LA has just really, our luck has turned around here. Yeah. I've had the best time. We also hiked. Did we talk about that? We talked about that. Yeah, we talked about we that. Talked about the that. snake, spiritual warfare. Oh, the snake, yeah, yeah. But um, thank you guys for listening. We love you guys. We'll talk to you guys next week. Adios. Bye.